Welcome to Five Good Minutes. You're listening to today's inspirational message on the book of Mark with Kurt Bjorklund. The Gospel of Mark is the account of Jesus, and Mark is the one who shares the good news, one of the followers of Jesus. And as we come into chapter two, he starts with this story of Jesus healing a paralytic. And the way that the story is told, we see that the man couldn't get to Jesus, and so his friends make a little hole in presumably the thatched roof in his house in Capernaum and lower him down to Jesus. And then Jesus sees their faith, and he says to the paralytic man, your sins are forgiven. Verse 6, now some of the teachers of the law were sitting there thinking to themselves, Why does this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Immediately, Jesus knew in his spirit that this was what they were thinking in their hearts. And he said to them, why are you thinking these things? Which is easier to say to a paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven or get up and take your mat and walk. But I want you to know that the son of man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the man, I tell you, get up, take your mat and go home. He got up, took his mat, and walked out in full view of them all. This amazed everyone, and they praised God, saying, We've never seen anything like this. This story highlights uh, the first of what I'm going to say are four disagreements in Mark 2 between the religious people, here it's the teachers of the law or the scribes, and the Pharisees. And the Pharisees appear by name in each of the other three accounts, And here it's a disagreement about forgiveness, then there's a disagreement about fellowship, then fasting, and then freedom in the different sections. And here the religious people say, you can't forgive sins. In that culture, people assume that disability or illness was a result of sin, often. Jesus certainly did not buy into this. And he says, your sins are forgiven. And in order to validate what happened, he wanted the individuals there to see this man get up and walk. Now, now Jesus does miracles to show that he has power over the created world to show what it will be like when he restores all things when the world will be renewed. And so it's a reversal of the brokenness of the world. Here it's the the reversal of the brokenness of physical disability that points to his forgiveness of sins. And what religious people often do is they say, sin is a mechanistic thing that we overcome not by the power of God, but through our goodness. And those who are well are those who have appeased the gods Those who aren't well are those who have not appeased the gods. And the real enemy in Mark chapter 2, I'm going to say, is the enemy of moralism, of Phariseeism, of a type of spirituality that is trying to make much of self and less of God. And there's a moralism before conversion that says, I don't need a savior because I have done well enough myself. Certainly God confronts that here. But there's also a type of moralism that happens after conversion. When somebody has a legitimate conversion to Jesus in that they understand their sin and their need for a Savior, but then they try to continue, as is the case in Galatians, to make their their flesh somehow enough. In other words, they start 
in the spirit, but they try to continue it in the flesh, I think is the wording in Galatians. And here, the way that that shows up is saying, in essence, we want to be able to decide who is in and who is out with the forgiveness of sins. One of the greatest tendencies of moralism, of spiritual pride, of Phariseeism, of religious hucksterism, is the desire to be able to look at other people and size up where they are spiritually and determine if they should or should not be qualified for the forgiveness of sins. Now, I'm not talking about not having the ability to discern somebody's profession of faith, especially if by their own words they say things. But 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 I'm talking here about really the desire to go past that to say, I can see the heart. And what God is doing here through Jesus, in essence, is he's saying your faith has brought healing. And so your sins are forgiven. And I want you to know through this, God alone sees the heart. God is the one who knows and people would do well. We would do well to instead of insisting that we know the heart of people saying God knows the heart and I will trust God to sort out what I can't sort out. Thanks for joining us here today. There's a lot of great content to explore on Orchard Hill Plus and on the Orchard Hill main feed from the weekend. Have a great day.